This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Uh, welcome to episode 64 of Realty Talk with just Galen again. Uh, this week, I believe we should have Ellie back um, next week or the week after, but she will be back soon, I promise. Um, so today, another solo pad, uh, solo cast. Um, the topic I wanted to talk about today, which is something that I find is very important. Um, obviously, you know, I sell real estate and stuff like that, but this isn't anything to do really with real, I guess indirectly to do with real estate. Um, I mean, it directly affects my business 100%, directly affects my life 100%, um, but is more a topic that's kind of a bigger blanket topic or umbrella topic, meaning it, it re- resonates more with people than just real estate. Um, and that topic today is just uh, mindset and positive mindset and, you know, what, you know, things I think about or things that keep me going and doing what I do. And, and I think one of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself is definitely um, your mental state. Um, I know there's, you know, a lot of things, tr- I don't want to say trending, but, you know, if people are starting to take mental health more serious, which I think is phenomenal because at the end of the day, you're your mind is the strongest thing about you more so than physical than anything else. It's your, it's your mental state. So how I relate that to real estate. Um, if anybody knows me, I'm a very, very optimistic person. Um, I'm, I'm definitely look at the glass half full, find the positive in anything. And I very rarely try to dwell on negative circumstances. I mean, I'm again, I'm human. It happens. Um, but I'm very good about, noticing negatives, noticing how negatives affect me and really trying to actively bring positivity back to light and not let negativity, um, keep me down or stall me or veer me off or, uh, yeah, push me off course. Um, so the, the whole idea with positive thinking is number one, I, I try to find the positive in everything I do. Um, it, it does not come natural to a lot of people. I, de- I definitely know that and understand that, but really trying to find the silver lining or trying to find the positive out of a negative. So if you have a negative situation that seems like you're down in the dumps and nothing can get better, really focus on the small thing that could be better or even the small learning experience. And if something, you know, say something happens negatively, and I'm going to be talking from a standpoint of real estate, but this can, this can definitely translate to other fields. If I have, say, a transaction that goes bad or a conversation that goes bad or a scenario that goes bad and it, it turns into something that's super negative, uh, or I say super negative, but it turns into a negative. It's not, a, it's not the ideal situation. It went the way I didn't want it to go. Um, a lot of times I will, I don't want to dwell on it long. Obviously, you know, things sting or it's a kick in the teeth or, and things like that. But at the end of the day, you want to take a, po- a negative situation and reflect on it and look at what can I take away from that negative to make it into a positive. For me, a lot of the times it's learning experiences. Um, so if there's something, and I've been doing this my entire career, um, I made a lot of mistakes when I first started. Um, I'm not making those mistakes anymore, but I still make mistakes. Um, but I'm making mistakes on, I guess, a higher level now than I was back then. Meaning I was making stake, mistakes on real estate 101, you know, my first couple of years in the business. That stuff's easy. I, I, that's like, you know, the back of my hand now. So now it's I'm making mistakes in the sense of, you know, whether it be marketing or whether it be 
you know, leadership or whether it be, whether it be management, um, bigger things within our company than just real estate. I still make obviously real estate mistakes. Um, again, I am human, but I look at all the mistakes that I make as a learning experience for me. So if I do screw up on something or I do make the wrong decision, I look at number one, um, you know, what could I take from that? And maybe it's a conversation with a client and maybe I talk to that client. It goes the wrong way. They get mad at me. They think I'm not doing my job. They think whatever the reason might be. The first thing I think in my head is, did I make that decision? Did I make, did I do that action or whatever the case is that I, did I proceed in that way with the correct intent? Um, and when I say the correct intent, I mean, did I do it with the purpose to benefit my client or do the right thing ethically or morally? If the answer is yes to that, then I'm fine. And again, I take that from something my dad told me when I first got in the business, stating that if you can go to bed at night with a clear conscience, you did everything right. Um, that is really my North Star when I deal with a lot of stuff um, in business. At the end of the day, if somebody gets upset at me or I lose a sale or I lose a potential listing opportunity or a potential business opportunity, as long as I did everything with the correct intent, um, I'm okay. So meaning if the client gets pissed at me, it is what it is. I, I, I thought I made the right decision. I went with my, my, you know, what I thought was the best decision for that scenario. And if they don't see that that way, then that's fine. We're just at a, uh, you know, we just aren't seeing eye to eye and it's better, you know, we'll just go our separate ways. And, and I'm fine with that. You know, if I do something wrong and they're mad at me, then yes, I can point at myself and say hundred percent, I did something wrong. But even in those scenarios where I, my intent was pure and I wanted to do it for the right reasons, I do look at, okay, why, why did they not like what I did? And then I try to, you know, very empathetically look at their, at their viewpoint. Um, was it something can I see where they're coming from? Can I see their point of view? And is it something that I can change going forward? Maybe I was, you know, a little too direct on something, or maybe I didn't, um, maybe there's something I should have disclosed to them, but I didn't because I didn't think I should, I didn't think that disclosing it at that time was the right thing to do. Um, cause there's a lot of stuff in real estate. People pay us not to deal with the crap that we, they deal with. They want, they're like, Hey, I'm paying you to do your job. Like, I don't want to have to deal with all the crap that goes on behind the scenes. That's why, you know, there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that clients never know about. Um, but again, they're paying us not to have to deal with crap. So, you know, that's something that sometimes there's things I don't disclose to clients because I find that it's not really something they need to know about or it's not really going to affect them in any way. And then sometimes that comes to bite me. But again, if I do it with the right intent, I'm fine. So from a positive spin, I look at, okay, I take a negative situation. How do I spin it positive? Okay, well, if nothing else, I screwed up. It's a learning experience, and I know the next time that scenario happens, I won't make that mistake. I look at that as positive. Okay, I, I screwed up. I own it. I can get better from it, and then once I get better from it, what does that mean for now in the future? I've been doing real estate for 10 years. I've made a ton of mistakes in 10 years. I just hope I don't replicate those over the next 30 to 40 years, um, and I know, you know, 30 years from now, I'll make a mistake that I don't want to replicate for the next 20 years after that. And I, I'm, those are all things that, um, you know, life, you build off of stuff. So I, ideally you start off very raw in life and you try to polish, you know, your flaws and everything else to, to end up hopefully as your best self, you know, as you get older, you're getting better and better and better. So that's what I look at. 
I know I'm better now than I was at 20 years old, at 25, even at 28. I'm better now at 30 um, years old than I was back then. So I really try to focus on doing that every day. So that's the positive aspect. How can I always get better? Um, but again, the, the not dwelling and not um, focusing on the negatives is a huge thing for me. I mean, the other thing is when you're dealing with people, I try to be a positive influence on other people, meaning I don't want to be down in the dumps or gloomy or even if I'm having a bad day, I try not to project that on other people. I try to be upbeat. I try to, you know, even if something's bothering me, you know, push that to the side and focus on the person at hand. Um, I do see a lot of people throughout the week. You know, there's stuff every single day that I have some type of negative, you know, experience or even if it's not an experience, even if it's just like, hey, Maybe someone I've been showing homes to for a while calls me up and says, hey, you know, we ended up buying a home or we have an offer in on a for sale by owner. And they never called me. They never had me help them in that process. They just kind of went on their own and did it. Well, that's like, that kind of stinks because I put a lot of time and effort into them and I'm going to get zero, you know, and not really much out of it. But then I swing it again. At the end of the day, okay, they made the mistake. I can't change it. And that's a big thing for me. I can't, if I can't change it, I don't dwell on it. So then I look at, okay. They made an offer on a for sale by owner. I'm not going to show them property anymore. Okay, that happened. That's obviously not, you know, the best scenario, you know, in the sense of the effort I put in. But then I look at it as, okay, how can this be positive? Well, number one, the client found a home. At the end of the day, we're trying to get people into homes. So if they happen to find something they really love and is a for sale by owner, they've accomplished what they what they have to accomplish. I don't want to put my needs ahead of their needs. So I look at it as, hey, they found a home. So that is a positive. That's a great thing. They've been looking for a while, especially in this crazy market. They found a home. That is great. So then I also turn it on. Okay. Well, that's awesome, guys. If you have any questions or if I can be of any help, let me know. I'm not going to get paid for that. I'm not going to, there's nothing I'm going to benefit from financially by doing that um, directly. I mean, I'm not going to get anything from this sale. But it's the goodwill of maybe I know they're you know they're dealing with for sale by owner they don't really the, you know the people selling probably don't know what they're doing the buyers really you really don't know what they're doing so hey if you guys have questions if you want you might you know if you want to run something by me let me know I'm not free I'm just gonna like help you out as like an advisor to to make sure the process goes smooth for you um, I do offer my services that way uh, because a lot of these people turn out to be friends so in that scenario I will help them out the other thing is. I always play the long game. So by doing that, if I know that, okay, they bought a home now, but maybe they sell five to 10 years from now or 15 years from now, they're going to hopefully call me back and say, you know what? I like dealing with Galen. He was a good dude. You know, we didn't go from him, but he still tried to help us out. We like that about him and we're going to use him, you know, 10 years from now. And I'm totally fine with that. I also go with the idea that my, hopefully by helping them out, I've earned the goodwill of, you know, or earned their respect and earned their, you know, um, I guess verification that I'm good, that they'll give me referrals. So I look at that as, okay, it's a slight step back, but I can, how can I turn this into a positive, even if it's a long-term play and we're talking a decade down the road, I'm willing to do that. I'm going to be in the business for a long time. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. So that's the positive mindset of it. Um, there's other things too. If I deal with, you know, Agents that have an issue with me, attorneys that have an issue with me, bankers that have an issue with me, clients that have an issue with me, you know, internal, anybody on our team that has an, um, an issue with me. What do I do? I, I look at that again. Did I, you know, one, I want to have a conversation. I don't like people not talking. So I've plenty of times I've reached out to clients to have a conversation with them to basically iron out any kind of, you know, miscommunication that we could have. 
and they don't call me back. Well, so I look at that scenario. My intent was to call them, was to go, was to try to smooth over the process. And if they don't call me back, again, having a positive mindset, that's all I can do. I can, I can reach out to them. I, I made the effort to reach out. I left a message. Hey, call me back. I want to talk this through. If they don't call me back or they don't like me and that for some reason that they now have in their head that Galen is this bad guy, he didn't do the correct job or I don't like the way he did something, but they never called me back to have that conversation. Well, for me, my intent's good. I did the right thing. I don't really, they don't, oh, they don't, you know, they don't have to call me back. But at the end of the day, again, from a positive perspective, I have a clear conscience in that, in that sense, because if I did something I thought with the right intent, I'd rather talk to somebody about it and you know, at least even if we don't agree, at least see where the other person's coming from and accept that decision. Um, and that's the problem with a lot of relationships in general, not just business, but in general, things turn go sour because of miscommunication. So I try to really focus on the positive of that to make sure that those don't happen. But again, I'm human. Things happen. People disagree, you know, especially when we're in a business, you know, and you're in a people business and a service business that happens. Um, the other thing that I really take away from a positive mindset is we live in a very small town, um, you know, overall, uh, I think there's like 140, 150 agents locally in our area. I'm one of hundred and say 40 agents. Um, a lot of people know more than one agent in this market. So if somebody knows Galen Trombley, there's a good chance they have a relationship with probably a half dozen other agents. And I'm one of maybe six or seven that they would even consider. So I know I'm not going to get every person that knows me to use me. I would like that. That'd be awesome. But I'm realistic. There's people that I would expect to use me and don't use me. But at the end of the day, I I have no expectation level that they're going to use me. Does it sting when I see a friend or a past client or even a client I was working with list their home with another agent? Or buy a house through another agent. Yeah, again, I'm human. That stings. It hurts. But it hurts for about 10 seconds. It's like ripping a Band-Aid off real quick. Because um, I get right back to what I have to do and focus on you know, my clients that I'm working with and focus on you know, what I can do. So in scenarios like that, I don't dwell on because I can't, nobody owes me anything. So if I'm dealing with a client, if I'm dealing with a past client, a current client... If I do a good enough job, people will want to use me. If I don't do a good enough job for whatever reason and they go with someone else, that's, again, they don't owe me anything. They don't have to work with me, but I can use that as a learning experience. Why did so-and-so list with that agent or buy a home with this agent? Did I do something wrong? And I just play through the scenario. And if I can't think of anything, then at the end of the day, I'm like, well, I can't think of anything, but in the back of my mind, maybe these are some things that I could see. Maybe I have a little bit of hole in my game and I got to um, fine-tune so nobody at least uses the the scenario I'm thinking of in the future. Um, so that's one. Uh, the other thing we talk about, like, uh, again, from a positive positivity type thing, we talked about um, the correct intent. We talked about nobody owes me anything. Um, the other thing, wait, I'm drawing a blank. Bear with me here. This was, I should have jotted these down before because I had three topics I wanted to go over. The correct intent, um, Nobody owing me anything and, oh, this is going to bother me because this was something I really wanted to talk about, but maybe we won't get it. Um, I don't know. If I figure it out, maybe I'll add it to the next um, podcast, but um, 
really at the end of the day, when you're, you're focusing on doing the right thing, again, the the intent is number one. Did you do everything with the correct intent? That's that's number one. The other thing is the positive aspect of finding, you know, the positivity of, hey, I want to help people out. I want to do things the correct way. No, I have zero expectations of others. Um, but trying to be positive and push out that positivity to people and not dwell when things go bad because things will go bad, things go negative, but as long as it's how you react. So if I can't control the situation, if I can't, if something I do or say or whatever, my actions aren't going to change the scenario or if it happened in the past, look forward. So again, if, if I get dealt, somebody calls me, bad news. Okay. My, it, my first reaction every time I get bad news is like, I, it's almost like I just acknowledge that bad news. Okay. Bad news, how to fix it. So it's not one, I don't complain about bad news. I don't get upset about bad news. I might sit there and be like, okay, knowing that, okay, I get another fire to put out. But at the end of the day, my mind instantly turns into, let's find a solution. Let's find a solution. Let's, let's, what's the next step? We're off track. Let's get back on track. And I think by doing that, and I work, there's some agents locally. Um, I mean, there's some agents that you tell bad news to, and they will complain about it and make your life miserable because you want to find a solution and they don't. But there's some agents around here that I like working with because, hey, it's like, here's the, here's the issue. They're like, okay, here it is. Okay, let's try to figure it out. And I like that because that's how deals should be done. Um, you know, it's kind of like don't kill the messenger. Just, okay, we got a problem. Let's look at everything that we can figure out and try to get the right decision for both of our clients. And that's that's something that I really value is that we can't change the past. Again, positive positivity. If, it, if we can't change it, let's focus on a solution. So let's focus on positivity. Let's focus on solution. Um, and again, if you want to tie that in, help other people out too. Um, I think by being positive and, you know, whether it's even just smiling at someone, if you go into, you know, any place and someone talks to you, just have a conversation or smile. If you're checking out at a, a, you know, a counter, like ask the person how their day's going. I mean, just, just acknowledging people and, and, and being open and having conversation and smiling and complimenting, it goes such a, such a long ways. Um, And I think we need more of that. Not just this, you know, complaining, you know, moan, uh, you know, complain and moan kind of thing, but just really come across as trying to bring, you know, positivity to others. And I think if we can do that with a lot of people, it, it comes back. Um, I know as, as soon as I start trying to help people out and trying to be a positive influence on other people or positive, being a positive light to somebody, I get that positivity back tenfold. Um, and I find that way more positive people come into my life, which is awesome. So um, I'm going to end there. Again, um, episode 64 of Realty Talk. Don't really, actually, fun fact of the day, because we were talking about um, doing a fun fact over an office quote, because I butcher office quotes, they will come back though. Fun fact of the day is that the International Space Station, and I learned this from one of our podcasts, orbits the Earth. So think about this. The International Space Station orbits the Earth every 90 minutes. I think it travels 17,000 miles an hour, which seems absolutely insane um, but then you think about it, they're just floating in space. So really like the astronauts up there don't even feel it, but they travel around the world, I think 15 times a day, which is really cool to think about. Um, I don't know, just, I thought that was a cool fact. So that's it. Episode 64 of Realty Talk.